All right, uh, we go from the uh, beleaguered, and I guess that's a good word uh, right now, uh, head coach of the football giants, to the uh, what I'm sure will be highly optimistic new general manager of the New York Mets since he's only been on the job for a couple hours, so he has no reason now to be downtrodden yet. All right, and that's uh, Brody Von Wagenen who joins us now. Welcome, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm I'm glad not to be the beleaguered guest. Not yet. Right. Not yet. He only been here <laughs> a couple hours. Yeah, give, give me you, time. You give me a couple of days. It's all you, right. it's, you know. Usually, it's all it takes around here. The way things are going, that's for I, sure. I see they saved me, saved you for last. Uh, well, you know that's usually the case. Um, yeah. uh, first of all, congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, tell me, Brody, why why the career change? What is it that uh, has this been a quest? As uh, what what's what was so. Uh, what was so alluring that it would make him want to change your life so radically? Well, the quest has always been to try to make a positive impact on the game. This, I felt like, was a unique opportunity. One, it, it came to me. And two, it was an opportunity to uh, do something big in New York City with an organization that I know really well, with uh, with a group of players that I know really well, and with a uh, you know with an opportunity to to put a, a organization that has such a huge, huge history that uh, that I could try to bring back success and bring back a positive, positive mindset. And so I know it was a big challenge and it was a big departure of what I've been doing. But I, I felt like there was a, there was a moment in time where if somebody could do this, it would be a, uh, it'd be a huge, huge win for, for a lot of people, including the fans of the city. Well, listen, it's it's attractive. I agree. I think there's, uh, there's a lot to be, and it's a big job. Now. Uh, a lot of guys think it's a tricky job. Uh, you obviously didn't because you took it. But how about the idea of taking a job where you had to accept certain things, like people who have been general managers who are on your staff, uh, uh, getting a manager and, and, and some people already in place. How about having to accept the job under those kind of terms? Well, I think first off, I, I was given a lot of support and, and some free will on, beha- on behalf of uh, Jeff and Fred to, to do what I feel like is right. And, you know, some of the people that are in place here mm-hmm. I've had a long working relationship with. I think they've got real capabilities that I'd, I'd like to take advantage of. Um, and obviously the manager has only been here for a year. But one of the things I said to Mickey when I talked to him yesterday is that, you know, I, what I think his greatest asset is, is he's, he's got a positive energy and a positive enthusiasm. And, and that's really what I want to try to try to create here. I think there's been too many, uh, too many negative thoughts and too many, uh, too many disbelievers here. And, and I want to try to try to give people hope and optimism that we can win. And, and I think uh, at this point, I feel, feel excited that he can, he can bring that. So, so you're saying if you had, so you're saying you, you had, you could remove the manager if you wanted to. I, I believe I've got uh, got the ability to have total autonomy in terms of decisions. Okay, with so you're saying so and, he's and your choice then as manager. You 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 would have selected him to be your manager, is what you're saying. Well, I didn't I didn't work here before. No, so I'm just saying though. But you're in, but you're in, it's a different thing if you're not accepting him. I thought I was under the oh, yeah. well, I was I'm under the idea that you're that you uh, had to accept him this year as your manager. That had already been decided. You're saying it wasn't no. the case, right? No, I, I supported Mickey, or do support Mickey, and uh, and interestingly enough, I think there was a lot of expectations about what was required or mandated. Mm-hmm. You know, Fred has talked to me on many occasions. He said, "Look, we're going to do this together. We're going to treat people right, but we want to have the right people in the right spots, at the right time." And and uh, I've got some some flexibility to do that. Well, you do have a bunch of guys who have been general managers on your staff too, which is kind of unusual. 
about this big, big leap or big jump in a career change for me. Um, while I've worked with lots of general managers and I've seen strengths and weaknesses of all, all 30 clubs from, from the outside, but also from the inside in terms of what players see and think, um, having people that have, have actually uh, been in the chair and know some of the pitfalls, I, I hope to be able to, to eliminate or at least minimize some of the mistakes on the early, early going and, and be able to accelerate the, uh, the growth chart. Um, how about turning around and being on the other side of the table uh, from players you uh, just finished representing? That's kind of tricky. You know what? It's, it's not as tricky, or maybe I'm just either too naive or too ambitious to recognize it, but, but my relationships with players have always been very genuine and very authentic. Right. Um, I've told them what they needed to hear, not what they wanted to hear, and I've always sort of committed to making sure I told them the truth. Um, and I'm going to take that same mindset here. I feel like, you know, transparency and accountability is something that both sides should always have. And, you know, I want to know, I want the players to know what role they have, what role we need them to have, and if they need to do better, I want to tell them that. And and if they're great, I want to reward them for that. Well, you were pretty adamant about DeGrom at the All-Star break, so he should feel pretty confident about things right now, huh? I, I hope he's got as much confidence as, as any person on the planet. He's the he's the best pitcher in the game. Hopefully, he has a trophy to to memorialize that here in a couple of weeks, and and hopefully we can uh, can keep him here for for years to come as as we try to win now and and going forward. Yeah, well, I, like I said, he he would be in a good position with or without you right now. That's obvious. So you're right about that one. That's an easy one. So I, I agree. I mean, you're going to have to pay him to keep him, and I would think you're going to want to pay him to keep him. I would think that would be uh, the first bit of business would be to make him happy. Yeah, you know, and even let's take Jacob aside for a second. I mean, my my goal here is to always be in a position where we're we're identifying the talent on our team that we want and try to keep the players that we want. And and we also have to identify where our holes are or, or see some of our weaknesses and go go try to acquire players that address those. But when, when you have things that you like and you have things that you want, and you have things that are you, you think are people that can that can win, then you know, that's what we're, that's what this sport is about. Let's go. Let's go try to keep them here. Now you have what I would think, uh, and we're talking with the Mets' new uh, general manager Brody Van Wagenen, who just took over today. Obviously, the uh, former agent now who becomes uh, the Mets' new boss, uh, uh, replacing a guy who I guess you had a relationship with. When I heard some of the press conference, I heard that part where I guess you and uh, Sandy had a relationship going back, huh? Well, we've worked together. I mean, he's been in this post eight years. Um, but, you know, I think Sandy has. But you even talked about being a kid and being, uh, you know, and, and really having a high regard for him, right? When yeah, you were you young. Know, I, I grew up uh, in Southern California, but went to college in the Bay Area. And, you know, when I set foot on campus, Sandy had already, he'd already built the A's and won a championship and been to a couple World Series. And, and he was a, uh, he was a little bit of an icon even at, at that point in time. And, uh, you know, when all of us are still playing, you think about, okay, well, what could you do for a living if you couldn't play baseball and, you know, you want to work in baseball. And uh, it's just ironic to to have respected the guy from, from afar as a, as a young kid to then having the chance to work with him over the course of the last eight years. And, you know, I'm not I'm not blind to the reality that I don't think Sandy had uh, had a lot of deep relationships with agents over the years. But I've always taken a lot of a lot of satisfaction and pride out of the fact that he was he was at least uh, willing to, to communicate with me. And, and we formed some degree of mutual respect. What's your opinion of the team you inherit? I think we got a lot of talent. I think that, you know, for a variety of reasons, you know, the team has struggled the last couple of years, but it, it's not that long ago in 15 and 16 where we were a playoff team and there was a World Series uh, World Series title at, at our fingertips. And, you know, we had 
had some adversity. We, uh, we, we've had some, some turnover, but I think we've got the pieces in place, um, in a division that, that appears to be wide open. You know, I think that, uh, you know, obviously some of our, some of our peers in the, in the National League East here have, uh, have decisions to make about their own current roster, have some, uh, some decisions about, you know, how much, how much money they're going to invest in their club. But, uh, but I think we're, we're in a position right now to, to go run to the front. And, and I hope we can do that. Well, but a, a big, cog in that wheel is a guy who you know very well, and that is Cespedes, who is not available. So without him being part of this, it's not the same team, obviously, with him not in the middle of that lineup. Well, of course, you know, that, that's some of the injuries that we talked about. You know, and he's not going to be available to you coming this year. So, I mean, obviously, uh, you, you got you to come up with – so that makes it – that's a pretty big hole to fill. Yeah, I mean, he had, he had surgery uh, just a few days ago, and it sounds like that surgery went well. He had, uh, he had the previous surgery, at, you know, earlier this summer, and, uh, and has been making, you know, pretty – pretty good progress on his rehab so we don't have we have, don't have an idea of what time he's going to be back but i figure when he does it'll be a big boost to the lineup but uh but we're going to go into this thing recognizing that we have to have to find a way to to score more runs and, and you know create uh, create some offense even in his absence uh, so do you think this is a i mean you think this is a contending team you're inheriting right now or a team that you wouldn't want to put in that kind of mantle on it's a team i want to build into a contending team right now uh, but that didn't answer the question. Is it a contending team you're inheriting, or one you want to build? Well, when I say build, I, I mean I, my point is, you think the team that you're get, you're getting right now can challenge, or do you think you got to go out and make wholesale changes? Well, I, I feel like we need to make some additions to have this team compete, but that's my intention to do so. My my intent, any wholesale changes would be with the intention that we can compete in 2019. Are you expecting to be an aggressive uh, person as far as free agency and, and big ticket items, or is that not uh, something you expect to do? Well, I think we're going to be aggressive in talking to to all players, and and frankly, being aggressive and proactive in talking to other teams about uh, about looking at some players that we we are interested in, seeing if we can find a find a match in terms of trades but but yeah I, I hope to sit down with with the biggest and i hope to sit down with with uh you know guys that that may not be coming off of the best years of their lives or didn't even play last year but i, I hope to be involved on on all aspects of uh of these free agents and make sure we have an understanding of what uh, what we can attain and what we can't what kind of shape do you think your organization's in in terms of talent as far as the minor leagues go as far as your depth of talent well i, I think some of our guys have have already matriculated right brandon nimmo has has come up and and played a key role uh rosario you know had a great great finish to the season mcneil was a big big boost of uh boost of energy towards the end of the year and uh and we've got a couple key prospects that are they're getting closer we've got uh you know peter alonzo is is coming off of a tremendous year had he's doing well in the fall league we've got some uh some really good good core pitching as, as the team has drafted uh, drafted a number of college arms here in the last couple of years in the first round, and then we've got uh, we've got young shortstop in Jimenez. So I, I think we've got got some pieces, and then we've got a young core of uh, of guys that just entered the system here in the last year or two in the draft. So I think we've got uh, we've got some pieces to work with, and and hopefully we can uh, can bolster that. What kind of team do you do you have a certain type of team you like? A certain type of team that you uh, would like to see the Mets become as far as a style goes or not really i like guys that can uh can prevent runs and guys that can score runs so i want guys that can hit the ball at the ballpark i want guys that can run the bases i want guys that can can pick it up i want a guy that uh that can you know not be afraid to go throw a fastball by somebody and i want to want to have guys that have the uh have the fortitude to go out and uh, be accountable for it 
Yeah, well, I mean, that uh, takes in a whole lot, that's for sure. I mean, uh, this, when you look at things, I mean, it seems like there's a, a lot of work to be done on this roster for this year, though, in terms of the middle of it needing a, a big hitter, the bullpen needing a, a real overhaul. Uh, do you think you can get it all done in one season, or is that too much to ask? Well, look, if I if I didn't think I, I could do it, I probably wouldn't wouldn't say it. But, you know, I, I, the way I view it is I've never met a, a good player that walked up to the plate and didn't think he could get a hit. So right. That's going to be my mindset. But, I mean, you think you can win right – I mean, I'm asking you if you think you can win right away with this team, or is that too much to ask? No, I think we can. Oh, you do? Okay. I mean, we can talk in July and see how we're doing. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'll be interested to see how many guys you're going to add because it seems to me there's a lot of holes on this team. I mean, I think you, you know the team pretty well, right? You do, I, right? I, I know the team really well. I, yeah. w- there's a lot of holes, you got to admit. Well, and, and the beauty of it is is that we can fill those holes, and our competition has holes too. Well, okay. I mean, I'm not too worried about them right now, but, I mean, do you see uh, do you see uh, someone in that lineup who can carry the, the mail for Cespedes until he comes back? Or, uh, you think you're going to be able to go get a guy like that? Well, we, clearly we want to we want to add some pieces, and you know if we can get better up the middle of the, middle of the diamond, then we'll try to do so. Um, hopefully, Peter Alonso can come in and make a make an impact, and we're going to explore all options. But you know, I want to try to create balance to the lineup, and I want to create be able to create uh, create run production. Are you going to give him a chance to come here and win a job this year? Uh, well, he's going to have to earn the job, but I'm going to actually go Well, they didn't him give him weekend. a chance to come here this year, which I thought was a mistake. I mean, they, yeah, didn't, my, they, they didn't give him a chance to come here, which uh, he seemed to be ready to, but that was a, dif- you know, a difference of opinion. Uh, but, I mean, is that in the plans for this year, or is his plans immediately going to be in the minor leagues for one more year? Well, I'm actually going to see him this weekend and, and hope to, uh, to sit down and have a, have a conversation with him, see, see what, uh, what his head is saying to me right now, and, and hopefully we can, uh, we can get those answers on, on day two, three, or four of the job, not on day one. And so from the standpoint of the team you're inheriting, how would you describe it to me? Like if you had a word to describe the Mets as you get ready for this season, what would it be? Say that again? What, what would be the team? The yeah, like if you were going to describe your team coming into this season, like how do you – I'm basically asking what, how you envision this team as you, that, you're, that you're inheriting more than anything else. I mean, I know what you want to go out and plan to do. You want to get a winning team. But, yeah. I mean, how do you – the roster you're inheriting, how would you describe it? I, I think it's good. I, I do. I, I, I wouldn't be saying this, Mike, if I didn't believe it. You think it. the everyday roster is good? Everyday versus what? The, the lineup, the everyday lineup. Meaning, I'm not talking about pitching. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's not, that's that's a, not a, not a great answer. Uh, uh, everyday lineup. You think it's a good everyday lineup? I think it's a good everyday lineup that I want to go build to build build off off on. Okay. I, I don't mean I don't mean to be argumentative. I mean, with you, you think but, that's but what, you think right we, now you have a good everyday lineup with the Mets. Forget your pitching staff. You think right now you're starting pitching. You think right now the Mets are putting on a field a good everyday lineup. Mike, I got a team that we can compete with, and I think I can add to it. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. All right. Man, you're very wide-eyed about this, I tell you. You know, really. That's, you know, you didn't inherit the Yankees, you know. You inherited the Mets. That's right. I, I, I have confidence in, in a lot of the guys' names in that clubhouse. They've had performance uh, track records in the past, and I think there's, uh, there's future ahead of us. But, look, I wouldn't have taken this job if I didn't feel like there was an opportunity to, to win and build around this thing. Oh, yeah, I agree. But that doesn't mean, because yeah, there's an opportunity to win, doesn't mean that you think you have a ready-made team that's going to, you know, is ready to win right now. I mean, there's, I, I would think you would deem that there's a good, pretty good amount of work to be done, right? I, I know you usually like to ask the questions. I got one for you. Yeah. Who in the National League East is going to beat us and why? 
Right now? Right now. Well, the Braves have a better team right now than you do. I mean, I think absolutely. I mean, as far as their everyday players, I'd take theirs over yours. So would you. I mean, you know you would. Okay. Well. You wouldn't? Look, I, I think that the uh, the Braves are a good young team. I don't think the Braves have uh, have won any World Series either. I think the Phillies are a good young team, but I think there's questions on everybody's roster in, in baseball right now. Well, then answer this question for me. Who's batting cleanup for you on opening day next year? You'll have to wait and see. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, gee, that's a great answer. <laughs> you think there's some teams I could name the cleanup hitter on, though? That's my point. Well, look, I, I think that uh, – you know, there's a there's a culture here of of glass half full. Right. I'm, I'm going to bring one of the glasses. Glasses uh, is all the way full, and we're going to make sure that it's uh, it's got fluid to the top. Yeah, but you can't try to come in today and tell me the glass is full because no one's going to believe that today. I, I don't need believers today. I'm gonna I'm gonna earn believers one day at a time. Okay, I got it. Okay. Well, listen, when the team is a full, would you call and let us know? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll right, you out. yeah, that's a ridiculous answer. You tell me right now. I mean, you got a. I mean, you don't even think you have any work to do here. I didn't say I didn't have any work to do to do here. I've got a lot of work to do. Okay, I'm just, I'm just on day one. You're 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 my you're my first. Uh, I understand first rodeo that. Here. I just asked you to describe what the team was, and you basically made it seem like you thought you had a team that was ready to win today. That's all I was trying to get to. That's all. Is that? Yeah, I agree. You got. Listen, you got a. You know, great opportunity. There's a lot to be done. I just wondered what team you think you inherited and how much work you thought you had to do to get this team to where you thought it was a contending team. That's all. But yeah, you, look, look, you seem I've, to I've think got, you have a contending team now. So, okay, I, I, I got I've, it. I've got work to do. I know I know our pitching can match up with anybody. Right. And, uh, and I think that we're going to be able to, uh, to give them the support so Jacob DeGrom can get some more wins than, than he had this year. Do you think you need to go outside the organization for the bullpen, or do you feel you have enough help inside the organization? Oh, I think we've got to be open-minded adding pieces to it for sure. Okay. Do you think you have a closer on your, in your, in your, on your roster, or do you think you have to go get one? Well, I think uh, I think Gisellman had done a, a really good job this year. I think the workload that he was asked to do put him in a in a position where where he wasn't always in the in in a win win scenario. But I think he's got great talent. I think Lugo's shown he's got real ability, and uh, hopefully we can surround those guys with guys that can either give them uh, give them names and arms behind them, or we can put uh, put names in front of them to allow them them to get a little uh, little more breath as opposed to having to throw every day. And what did you see that you liked from your manager this year? I liked his enthusiasm out of the gate. I think that. Uh, that he, if he enhances that and trusts himself, I think that we're going to be in a position where we can, uh, we can have him understand that the players believe in him, and if we uh, if we do so, then he's going to get the best out of them. Uh, any changes on his staff? Or are you going to bring him? Is the whole staff coming back in mass? Has that been decided, or could there be changes on on the uh, coaching staff? That hasn't been decided. Mickey's going to come in this week, and we're going to sit down and, and get uh, get his evaluations, and, and obviously give uh, start to to look at it critically. But my understanding is the pitching coach is a given. Is that a given or not? Not yet. We haven't we haven't discussed anything about specific uh, coaching staff moves. Gotcha. Well, listen, thanks very much for coming on today. I appreciate it. Good luck to you. Thanks, Mike. My pleasure. Thank you. Brody Van Wagenen uh, and the Mets back after this.